Hello and welcome back to the Car Week Podcast. It's episode five and we've got a lot in store today. Jared's starting us off. Yeah, so um, if you haven't seen already the the wind tunnel test for the 2021 regulation cars have recently come out. Hard not to see it. It's everywhere. I was going to say, yeah. it's pretty much every news cycle, isn't it? <laughs> You've been living under a rock if you haven't seen it. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, as you can sort of see in the picture if you are watching on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, if you're on video, you'll be able to see it. And, uh, well, obviously, it's quite obvious to, to see what the changes are with the fact that there are... There are no more barge boards. No, they've gone back to just side pods and then a little bit of flooring skirt around the outside. Yeah, to try and induce ground effect again. Is it that what they're going for? Ground effect for now? Yeah, to try basically taking it from IndyCar technology. How long before someone sticks the big fan back in the uh, rear end of the car? I would Mm. love to see that. Mate, it'd be brilliant. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so as well, yeah, I've said that this is the concept to try and get the cars to follow as close as possible so the racing's closer and actually more fun to watch. And um I and a quote from someone that one of the people who is working on this project said that um in the wind tunnel test, um that that they haven't been surprised to find that with how the aerodynamics have been designed now, that the following car only loses five to ten percent of its downforce, and like now where they're losing fifty percent of their downforce. Yeah, hopefully we get some good racing. So and people they, actually overtake him. Yeah, now. so they can keep more. And the um, and uh, the good thing that I feel is is that um, the FIA have had all of the teams get involved with designing the new rule set, so they're not just sort of. It's from not the rules. It's not just stewards and everything trying to make a decision on what should be really a racer-based decision. Yeah, like all the teams are like, right, this would be a good idea, this would be a good idea. So but they've all had some input. See, the only thing I do see really bad about that is you're going to get teams like Mercedes and Ferrari who are already like at the top and they would be like, oh, we don't need to do that bit of the ruling because that, that brings <laughs> us a bit closer to the uh, midfield. Oh, oh, I think we should do that, that one. Yeah, but either way, they're going to have that problem because the, the technical team that I'm pretty sure is led by Ross Braun are um yeah, yeah. going through the rule book to find every single loophole in the rule so nobody can exploit anything. Well that's until Adrian Newey looks at the chassis and thinks hmm, I, I can, can do something I different can with that. that bit there. <laughs> yeah. In before Red Bull have the best chassis again. <laughs> yeah. So all in all it's it looks interesting. Like the the rear wing I don't understand. It looks how like a it looks works. like a, it looks like a bus stop seat. You know, like just the bench yeah. going across. Yeah. The classic council bus stop. It is, and then the front wing, it's just some shallow steps, really. Yeah. There's no intricacy to but it. It's it just... has been said that that is just the concept for now. Like they will change things with the front wing if I they think, have to. I think they need to. I think they need to just make it. Because where the rest of the car, like the body, looks great, the way it's all streamlined, yeah. the front wing just looks boxy Blocky, and it's yeah. there. Yeah. And then I think that, that rear wing, I'm just sorry, it just looks like a park bench. It needs to be mm. changed. Yeah, so the, my my personal sort of dislike is, I, personally, I don't like the fact that the wheels are going to 18-inch, but I don't like the wheel covers either. No, like, the, the wheels are stupid. They don't, they don't even look like they do that much. Well, they don't cover the wheel. <laughs> no, but the 18, I don't even like the 18-inch wheels either. I just think they look stupid with that They're amount really of massive. rim. Mm. I still prefer how they got it now with yeah. more tyre than rim, but my personal opinion. 
think it was all that just really else to sort of mention is well the I'm going to call them wind deflectors on the wheels <laughs> on the front wheels <laughs> probably that is accurate to that but then I have watched some stuff where a lot of um, a lot of like the diehard fans of like the 90s are like oh they're going back to like the 90s design of a lower nose cone kind of thing but it's like they've already been doing that well, have they not look, have they not looked at the cars recently and <laughs> yeah. how they scrape and, everywhere nearly and like saying like oh but also the front wings connected to the nose it's like the front wings always connected to the nose <laughs> otherwise it wouldn't be there the front wing is, <laughs> the front wing just magically stays <laughs> on just the car it is just the car goes so fast that it just carries it along <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but all the that's just that's just all for the 2021 car, really. Hey, See how it look, goes. Yeah. Looking forward to 2021, then. Should yeah. be a good season for F1. And uh, sticking with the thing of F1, right now, if you're watching on video, we've just brought up a picture of what's called the Rodin FZ. And that's not F, just the letters E, F, and then S-E-D, oh, for some reason. That's a cool name, actually. Yeah, Rodin FZ. Basically, what that is, yeah. is a Lotus T125, or yeah. started life as a Lotus 1T5, but then it's been picked up by a company owned by David Dicker, who bought the company, who bought Heffel, yeah. who was originally making these types of cars. They're like the father company. No, but they was the original oh, company. Oh, so they made the Lotus. They made, they made the Lotus and basically this car, and yeah. then David Dicker bought Heffel, and now he's building these cars. Yeah. So oh. what that is meant to be, so instead of buying an old F1 car out of auction, you can then buy this for 600,000, was it? 615 what's that I'll, I'll get confused with my hundreds of thousands it's 615 then three zeros 615,000 615, that is how much that car that car will cost you instead of having to buy an old one out of auction for like an old F1 car out of auction for like millions mm-hmm. it's only track day it's not road league or anything so is that the market for people who oh yeah use basically track days? Their, their market is what, what they put on their website is for multi-millionaires who want to have that extra bit of fun on the weekend. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Do you mean... I, I, w- I only decided in my 20s I wanted to be an F1 driver, so it's too late. Yeah, that's also their marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be an F1 driver, but never got the lifestyle. So, yeah, it's going to have a V8 Cosworth engine, mm-hmm. mid-engine rear-wheel drive. Uh, it's raised just under 600 kilograms and has a power-to-weight ratio of 100 brake horse pa- 1000 brake horsepower per ton so an amazing brake uh, yeah. power to yeah, weight ratio as a 6 speed sequential gearbox so yeah. yeah and all the uh, shocks are four way adjustable supplied by O-Lines so it's on the probably one of the best suspension dealers mm-hmm. it's got an amazing Cosworth engine in it and it's a 6 speed sequential gearbox it is a uh, basically I, don't, I think it's far off from a Formula 3 car. I can't even remember. But it's the closest you're going to get to an F1, buying an yeah. F1 car, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's and if you have the money, oh, it'd be incredible. As I say, if you have uh, 615,000, you're, you're, you're in a way. You're in amongst it to get a uh, Rodin FZ to be live out your dream of being an F1 driver. <laughs> I just think that's mad. Oh, and also, just to boost the idea of being an F1 driver. Yeah. These cars are actually eligible to compete in some race series, <laughs> so they can compete in their own race yeah. series and like just so, race so, against so each other. So like sort of like the like, like in the past with F one like the privateer teams. Yeah. So I'll just buy a chassis like mm-hmm. right, I'm gonna enter now. See how it goes. 
Yeah, Most but, of them ended in failure. Yeah, these can't enter into F1 or anything like that. But well, they no can surprise. They can enter into their own <laughs> series and just yeah. have a little bit of fun. So basically, what you're going to have... A little bit of fun. <laughs> what, they, what you're going to have is a bunch of multi-millionaire, like 40-year-olds, racing around in uh, rodent F-Zs, just taking the mick out of each other. I don't think that's going to end well, but you know... It's not. However, it's, if I'm not 40... I, well, when I'm 40, if I'm not driving one of them, I'm going to be disappointed. I was going to say, I'll be <laughs> very disappointed yeah. by that point. <laughs> that's no. perfect in the 40s. I was say, it's quite good. Mm. Right, bit of car, new car. Yeah, shop. some new cars have come out. What well, have we have got this time? This week. We got a lot of good stuff. Again, sticking with uh, some of them are a bit more on the electric side, but I'll get into that. So to start off with, we have the Draco GTE electric sedan. What the? So this is a sedan. However, it has 1,200 brake horsepower and 6,491 pound-foot of torque. Jeez. Which is 8,800 newton meters of wheel torque in a sedan. Which is, it has four luxury seats on the inside. <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> it can hit 206 miles per hour. And there will only be 25 copies made for 1.25 million each. But my question is, who's in the market for a 1.25 million pound I'm pretty sure we sedan? had a discussion about this, like the Jaguar SUV thing. See, no one's like, in the market for electric cars yet, but they're still going to make crazy cars like these. If this was a crazy, like, this is a crazy sedan. If they mass produced it, I could see like more people buying it, like you know, but people you, who want to get. In the, could you like, imagine the speed, like but... just a soccer mum dropping her kids off at the <laughs> soccer practice and then driving away in With like a one thousand two hundred yeah, one thousand horsepower plus sedan? It's mental. No, it's ridiculous. But also, it's like obviously only twenty five of them made. It's going to be like a bit of like a rare car, high price tag. And you're getting a sedan car. For oh it. yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite. I reckon. It's so I be... think it is a bit just like a novelty, a bit of a gimmick if you have the money, but yeah. it's it's ridiculous. But oh, like yeah. in my opinion, like for the for like the car market now, electric cars still sort of are that kind of gimmicky thing at the minute. Yeah. Still. See, the thing is, they can and this be. This is the top they can, tier of that. Because they can just chuck as much horsepower really as they want into these electric mm. cars. So it's like, oh yeah, this is an SUV. But it's also got 3 billion horsepower. There you go. Have fun. Do you reckon they'll bring in regulations soon then? Because I think that... The it would how fast you can get me. with these. And they're only at the, like, the beginning of the curve of electric cars. I think they're going to so have to. I think they must do. Because just having the general public with that much power say, just, is not going to Just imagine well. going down the road and you're sitting next to like eight different cars that all have a thousand horsepower plus just because they're electric cars. With just like random people driving them. Who... It would be mad. It'd be insane, really. So I think, yeah, yeah there needs to be some kind of. There needs regulation. to be some sort of. But don't get me wrong, it's a lovely looking car. It's a lovely well. looking car, and I also want to, for the video <laughs> listeners, you can see the interior. It's got a drift mode. <laughs> it's got oh, a carbon interior with loads of little switches and that. <laughs> I do like that, like racing style switches. I think that's yeah, sick. But I also wanted to surface ice, snow. Who's driving their <laughs> 1.25 million pound sedan a car? Really, on snow a really ice. rich Finnish guy. You now. say that, but then you and Olsen driving Lamborghinis in True. snow. So it kind of makes a little but bit that, of sense. E that pushes even more to the question of who's buying these. <laughs> the type of guy to be drifting it is also the type of guy to spend 1.25 on a sedan. Oh, mate. I, d I, just, like, I just like the thing, thing there that it's just got 
a switch for front power only. Like yeah, you can Maximum front power. Jeez. What about the rear? I love yeah, that it's not like that. electronic either. It's like analog buttons to change just, everything. But just imagine how much power. You, you'd be putting a 1,200 brake horsepower through the wheels only if you had that setting. <laughs> that would be mental. That's ridiculous. How a lot of people be facing the wrong way? Oh, mate, they'd go to pull off in the lights and they'll oh, just spin round in a circle. <laughs> and as we know, electric cars, they don't really have an engine bay, do they? No. However, this... I, w- I guess you'd call it the battery bay. Yeah, I was going to say, it'd be a battery bay, isn't <laughs> it? It? Lo- it looks sick. I do like, like it. Just it just looks cool. <laughs> it just yeah. looks technology. I do like it. I'll give him that. That looks quite nice. So we're all a fan of that, yeah? Yeah, I'm a fan of the Drake. I'm not a fan of this Bentley. Yes, next is the Bentley EXP100 GT. It looks like it's shocked all the time. <laughs> it does, <laughs> Just with that massive grill and then two lights. It's like a puffer fish trying to escape out the front of it. <laughs> but don't get me wrong, like the side of it, when you don't see the front, looks all right. Yeah. But when you pan back to the front, um, well, they're trying to the... design a bus for only two people. <laughs> yeah, like a it, bus for two people. There you go. Have so this, fun. this is a nod to the company's 100th anniversary. And it's an overwhelming nod, if you ask me. Just carbon fiber and aluminium. 19 foot long what with only two doors and it that's has nearly a bus <laughs> jesus christ what the hell it has lambo doors <laughs> what is that interior doors. can we just stop for a minute that looks like you're like in a spa it's literally they... like a spaceship cross with a what day spa heck? but i mean you do want the lambo doors so everyone can see that interior because oh it's mental just i a... urge you if you're listening on audio to look up wood, the bentley e XP 100 GT interior. It's ridiculous. But where the hell are you going to pull up in that car to be able to open the doors properly? Though? Oh, I don't know. It's crazy. You're going to go into town and have to park in the street just to be able to park properly and get around. And as you'd expect, fully electric, 0 to 60 in 2.5 seconds, top speed of 186 and uh, 1,100 pounds foot of torque, which does... compared to the Draco statistics doesn't sound very good. Does no, it? but why does it look like in this car you don't drive? It drives. It, you, just, you do have the option for it to be uh, autonomous. Well, yeah, autonomous, where it drives itself, or you can manually drive. Just, it. it looks. It looks like like you don't even sit in like the driver's seat. There's no seat or steering wheel. You just sit in the car, and you can just turn around and convene with everyone behind you. I just you. like the idea that like Bentley has forgotten the fact that in nearly every country it is compulsory to have a seatbelt, and they've just forgotten. What's a seatbelt? What's one of them things? When ah, you look in this one, I don't need yeah. a seatbelt. <laughs> but, <laughs> some, I mean, what's going to really happen when someone crashes into your 19-foot boat of a car? They won't, because they'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> but even if somehow they do hit you, they're going to hit you at one end, and you take 25 minutes before you actually feel it in the other end, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. But I know we bash electric cars a lot, but something that I personally found quite impressive is that the battery has 435 miles of range really? and can be charged at 80% capacity in 15 minutes. Okay, that's fair enough. That's getting good. I, yeah, I thought that was impressive. That is actually getting very good. Because that's one thing that's wrong with the electric cars. It took like an hour to get to full charge. But surely that will be with a like Bentley supercharger or something. I don't yeah, know. That would be, be like normal. That would be like Bentley going, you, know, you have to go to our charging point. I was going to say it'd be installed at your house our, charging yeah. point. Our specific plug, if you use anything else, you're going to spend about three years mm-hmm. to 1%. Imagine it'd be like a massive like power station in your house. You'd be like, yeah. you've got to have this to charge that in 15 minutes. But no, it is impressive. Oh yeah. It looks very nice, don't get me wrong. But I still can't get over the front. 
like it's... they've done really well on everything else. And then they're trying to put a puffer fish out of front. Then what did they do at the front? They just sort of forgot how to design a car. You BMW. said they've done well on everything else, but have you seen those wheels? They're not. Uh... <laughs> they look like something off of GTA that you could <laughs> just do. put on your car to make you look like an ass. But no, it's a crazy car, and I'm sure there's some unique owners out there who need to. Bentley fanboys, you mean? I don't even know if it's Bentley fanboys. I think it's just bowlers. <laughs> Next, we have a more Toned settled down. down car, which is the new RS6 Avant. And this is the new Audi RS6. Uh, it's a step up from the one before in a lot of ways. It has Audi's 4 litre bi turbo V8. On your proper Which engine. Has, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I was listening to all yeah, this electric no stuff electric. and I was like, what is Were going you on? We expecting electric. Yeah, so, <laughs> is it like every car, we, uh, like every car, new, like new cars, new cars do, yeah. it's like, this is an electric, this it's electric, this, point, I'm like, oh, for God's sake, can we have a normal engine, please? Yeah, no, this is normal, V8, 592 brake horsepower, which is 40 more than the old one, and it's also got 73 pounds of torque, which, like, uh, more than the last one as well. And that goes through the eight-speed dual-clutch gearbox. Jesus. <laughs> and it's uh, rear, like it's all-wheel drive, which, I mean, I'm not that surprised about. No, Audi. No, it's Audi. Audi at the end of the day. It's always going to be all-wheel drive. And it can do 0-60 to 60 in 3.6 seconds, and it doesn't top out until you reach 189 miles an hour, which <laughs> I find quite staggering, bearing in mind it's a family wagon. I mean, and it can nearly do 200 miles an hour. What kind of family wagon does 200 miles per hour, though? It looks nice. The interior is like Star Wars. <laughs> I was going to say, it looks nice. Don't you? It's, it's typical Audi, though, really, isn't it? The exterior. We can't everything. bash them for having the same interior this time, though. There's, there's a huge heads up. I'll say, I'll let them off. The interior, the they've actually changed, but the exterior is still Audi. Audi. <laughs> mm. it's like the German manufacturers are just like. We will do a little bit to the interior occasionally, only for special designs, mm -hmm. but the exterior must remain the same across every model and make. And yeah, uh, much. I don't know about the diffuser. It has like this massive, massive diffuser that sticks out from the rest of the car. And the diffuser's aggressive, but the rest of the back isn't really, so I don't know if it... It looks like it doesn't belong there. Someone's just. I would of... say it would work better if it was actually colour matched. Yeah. yeah, that would help. That might help. But why is it like someone's gone to the factory for, oh, um, the bumper's a bit high. What do we put on? Um, oh, we'll just take this off of the R8 and we'll just put it <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, we'll just slap it on. Yeah, I'll do. It'll be One fine. thing I think I saw... Just help um, with blue tack. Yeah. Which is... Like... Self-tappers. <laughs> Self-tappers fix everything. A bit of double-sided tape if you need to. Yeah, a bit of 3 uh, I think it's available to the US markets, which is why it's another big thing, because previously they haven't really been... Audi haven't really been extending their no. wagons over there. But America yeah, always gets unlucky, though, with every good car. Like, from anywhere. Rest of them, yeah, you can have this specific one. America, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, but it's Americans at the end of the day. Are we really going to worry too much about them? Nah, it's yeah, fine. Considering we it love you, like Americans. 15 quid to fill up. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter to them. Uh, every time they put their foot down in their V8s, it's up. Oh, that's another half a tank gone. And another half a tank. And I need gone, to fill up. <laughs> I need to fill up with E85 that I can't get from most petrol stations. <laughs> so now... It is time for a car debate, and this is a big car debate. This is a big boy car debate. A bit of a throwback. We thought for the fifth episode, we're going to go back in time to 2013. The Holy Trinity were released. So each of us have a car. Connor has. I have the Porsche 911 Spider. Jared has. Uh, the Ferrari, that Ferrari. 
and I've got the McLaren P1. If he does, bit jealous, but you know. And uh, well, now we're going to battle it out. Right. Obviously, my pick. Porsche 918 Spider. Okay. 875 brake horsepower. Top speed, 211 miles per hour. Comes from a 4.6 V8 V8 hybrid Mm -hmm. with lithium-ion batteries that produce 154 brake horsepower to add with the uh, V8. Uh, Seven-speed dual-clutch, all-wheel drive, electric motors will drive all the wheels, Mm -hmm. and uh, motor only drives the rear wheels, so it's not all-wheel drive by motor. Uh, 0-60, 2.6 seconds, as you'd expect from a beast like this. 2.6? 2.6. Wow. Uh, naught to 124, 7.2, and then naught to 186, 19.9. I don't quite get what happened between oh, 24 Porsche. Oh, Porsche. and 86, but yeah. it sort of stopped. Uh, if you want to buy one of these, it will cost you uh, £720,400. What, for one now? Uh, not for one now, but when oh, they're when brand they first new. Came out, yeah. I'm going for brand new. And yeah. then I was really underwhelmed about this. But if you look at this interior, it's so simplistic. And that is the same for all the technology in the car. Yeah, it's outdated. Can, oh, yeah, you can get it with... Even a, for 2013 or... Oh, just just generally, this car yeah. lacks technology. It's got a cup holder, which I quite like. It still gets a cup holder in there. But you can get it with full leather interior race, with racing seats, like them seats there. Yeah. Um, got a trip computer, as you can see, right by the driver. Uh, tilt and telescopic steering wheel to adjust how you want it. Uh, Seven-inch touchscreen interface, surround sound, Bluetooth, aircon, and that's really all it's got. But yeah. technology-wise, it's really lacking, which surprised me. We'll I'll get onto it, but I'm kind of in the same boat with the McLaren. I'm a bit. I think because because of the hypercars, because of just these raw power. I think they're just for why would you out, need it yeah. and to save a bit of weight, I imagine. So that is my bid: the Porsche 918 Spider. Mm-hmm. Right, who's next? Jared is next yeah. with the LaFerrari. The Ferrari. The Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Mizzy, trying to find information on this that say was challenging. Oh, is that because of Ferrari? I and think it is due yeah. to Ferrari being Ferrari. Being Do they just not release any details about it? No, you, you'll find out when I tell you in the 0 to 60 because they say it's a. Under three seconds. <laughs> so it's like wow. the uh, goal from the first episode. Yeah. They, Somewhere they, under ten. <laughs> they're, they're not saying specifically. But the most that I could find out was like, was that it uh, it has a 6.3 litre V12 hybrid, seven-speed automatic. Wow. From the from the petrol engine alone, it has 789 horsepower. But including the electric motors, 100. Ha- that has a hun- that has 161 horsepower in its own. That's a combined 150. Unlike the Porsche, the hybrid system in this car is only for additional power. So there's no electric drive only. Mode really? Because oh. Ferrari. Was it actually shocked me? I would have thought they would have made it all-wheel drive and put motors on all the wheels no. like they have done with the Porsche, just to give you that yeah. extra launch out. Yeah. Of the- yeah. But they've they've left it rear-wheel drive, and it's because the electric motors use like. Cause in oh, is it like a curse system in the Formula One where it charges yeah. up from braking and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, and then works together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, apart from that, uh, top speed, um, well, the top speed was sort of indicated all over the place, so, but the most that I saw was 217 mile an hour top speed. 
Mm-hmm. Was that another Ferrari we're not actually going to tell everyone? Yes. <sighs> you got to know how secretive how they were with this car, even when it released. Really? They they were giving little information. I don't get why they <laughs> do that as a manufacturer. Surely you want to put it all out there and get people buying your car. Yeah. And show it off. Yeah. Yeah, they are uh, a I strange company. <laughs> surprises me, but you know. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, everything else with it, it's just... It, as you can see on the back... In the diffuser, it's got active aero in the diffuser. Yeah. If you're watching, oh the yeah, that YouTube, was a big thing it. Ferrari, wasn't it? Active, active aero in the yeah. uh, rear. And I'm, if I'm correct, the rear wing also lifts up as a part of the active aero system. Yeah. I think that's a thing on the McLaren P1 as well. It has the active aero system mm-hmm. on the back yeah. with the uh, rear spoiler. Yeah. Oh, it's a good-looking car in it. Oh, yeah. It was a Ferrari. That is a nice it's interior. It's always going to look good. It's so aggressive and just oh, all the lights. Yeah. I would, nice. I would like to say more about it, but Ferrari uh, not releasing I'm not going to tell anyone anything about it. it. I couldn't even really find the release price. I was just like, really? They didn't <laughs> even give... Yeah. So people had to go to Ferrari and be like, how much? And they'd be like, are you going to buy it? Well, how <laughs> well much? this is Ferrari, so remember, to be able to actually buy one, you probably bought you, like seven of them, and they've invited and you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be fair, I bet you had to be invited to buy the car. So Jack... The McLaren P1. Which probably has more information released. Yes. <laughs> so in total, 903 brake horsepower. Jeez. Comes from a 727 brake horsepower, 3.8 litre twin turbo V8. Coupled with a 176 brake horsepower lightweight electric motor. Does 0 to 60 in 2.8. Which, like we said with the Porsche, is still quite remarkable. Even six years later. Mm. Like it's taking the electric cars to get in that kind oh, of speed, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. I was still quite impressed with that. It does naught to 124 in 6.8 seconds. So although it was slower naught to 60 than the Porsche, it's quicker. Yeah, naught to 124. See, that's, that's what I don't get with the Porsche. It's great off the launch, obviously, because it's got the electric motors yeah. to drive all four wheels. But I don't get how it lost so much between 124 to 186. It's like it just stops. Probably because the McLaren is a, is turbo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And but the Porsche. But still, isn't. the Porsche hypercar. It's a hypercar. Yeah. Why isn't it still a accelerating quickly? <laughs> what happened to it? And how was your naught to one hundred eighty six? It was about nineteen. Nineteen point nine. So the just Mac- shy of twenty. The McLaren does it in sixteen point five. Jeez. Which is mad, and it tops out at two hundred seventeen. Like the Ferrari, that was two seventeen, wasn't it? Yep. It's. Yep. What was the port floating he's, around? He's trying to know what the port was. No. It weighs one thousand three hundred. Two eleven. Two eleven. Two eleven. I mean, there's not really much in there. At that I was point, say at that there. point, yeah. And yeah, it has the active aerodynamics, which provide six hundred kilograms of downforce, so it sticks to the corners. And when they first launched, they were about eight hundred and sixty grand, and now they're between a million and like one point three. <laughs> <laughs> bit of uh, you know well. inflation on the price yeah but if you ask me they're worth it and mm. like connor said with the interior i'm quite it's disappointed simplistic. with the mclaren interior as well there's nothing special it just looks like a it's just 570. plain the only thing they've done is is carbon fiber i don't know if that's but, still the same in the 570 uh i don't think it is but no but I, d- I like the carbon fiber but it's like they forgot to add anything to it it's just but I mean, like you said, the mix of it being in 2013 and also weight reduction, you don't need all the bells and whistles. You're not going on a road trip. No, at the end of if the day. If you are, then you're very cool. All, the, all <laughs> that you really do need is a DRS button and a curse button. 
That's exactly <laughs> what you need. I would look right there, DRS. Because. <laughs> what one are you going to press today? Both. Both. Same yes. time. <laughs> exact same time. Exact same time when you're on the motorway. Do, already doing 120 just to get you right to 217. <laughs> just to overtake about 11 lorries. <laughs> Everyone in the slow lanes is just a blur. You can't actually see them anymore. <laughs> so I think now it's knuckle down to... Which is the best looking? P1. I, I like the P1 as well. Although, I think the Ferraris... I think... Hang on. Oh. Right, hang on. Right, right. We're going to have to break this up. We're going to have to do best exterior, exterior interior. interior, right? Yeah. yeah. Exterior, P1. Yeah, I can agree on that. Yeah. Can we also... I don't know about you, but me, I love all three. Oh, I yeah. I think they look them amazing. But literally, if we're doing it... If we're just putting them in order, this is... If we're going to put in order of exterior, can we go back to the Porsche quickly, please? Yeah. Right, so I reckon P1 definitely first, if we can all agree on that one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, P1. I'm going to make a bold statement here. Porsche. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Because although the Ferrari is, I think, has is really aggressive in that, I think it's a bit small. Like, when yeah. I've seen them in real life, like, I expect it to be wide and massive. Yeah, it looks like They're a small... They're a lot smaller yeah. than I thought. And then look at that. It just... with the f- Even works with a f- soft top roof as yeah. well. And the I think the back looks really nice. Oh, mate, that look... It just looks aggressive. What about you, Jared? Are you feeling that? Are you going to... Are you going to have to fuck your Ferrari? Yeah. Or are you I, feeling something I, I do have to say because... Go on, give us a little... Where, uh, give us a reasoning, come on. Because, obviously, like, you two, I, I do like all three of them. Yeah. But... Love them. For myself personally, I'd always, I've always sort of had more of a liking to the LaFerrari. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, minus the massive bug eye mirrors. Bug eye mirrors. Ignoring them, I personally do think it looks very nice, and mm-hmm. like, but I'm I'm gonna have to sort of switch corners all around where it'll be. I think we've all pretty much told that the P1 is on the most beautiful car. Is the best looking on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to have to put the, the Ferrari, Ferrari second. second. Really? And the Porsche. I just, just looking at the Ferrari now, now we've got a picture of it up. It looks just so simple outside. It does compare. Like, it hasn't got a wing on the back because obviously it's the active aero technology. Mm. And then the mirrors just don't help. They really don't help. However, I think the Porsche is a bit of a marmite, a bit of a love it or hate it. Yes. Because the front is like, it's like very soft in a way. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like a lot curvy. So if you're a fan of like more aggressive, like Jared, you're going to pick the LaFerrari, whereas yeah. Yeah. I think it depends. The only thing I will say is the LaFerrari rear end does look nice. Oh, yeah, I do like amazing. that. But I'm still good. I'm still gonna have to fight for the Porsche. I still think second Porsche. Yeah. Do you know what I'm gonna go out and say? I go think on. maybe we think the back looks so good because the front. I think although it looks really nice, I think it's a bit like sounds stupid, but a bit too Ferrari. Like I feel like I've seen that before. It's like it's, it's, like a, it's just a copy and paste Ferrari. design straight over. Yeah, with a bit yeah. of extra here and there. Whereas yeah. the back is original and it's just I I've never seen it, it before. It looks great. Yeah. Mm. I'm still gonna have to go port. Go P1. Porsche, LaFerrari. I'm with you on Jack, that. Although you're it's very just, yeah? close, yeah. Jared? I'm going to stick with the order I put. Yeah. I think, I think we've outvoted Porsche. him, though. So. <laughs> I, think, I think if we're going from exterior, P1, Porsche, LaFerrari. I'm sorry, Jared, you've been outvoted here. I know. Interior right, time. Interior, I don't think it's even a fight 
Right. No, for for the no, number one spot at least. Yeah. Ferrari. Ferrari straight away. Put it at the pole position on the interior. And just look at that. The red and the black work together. It's so just. It's just great. It looks yeah. great. What's second place though? We're gonna have to take another look. I don't say that with Ferrari interiors. I I have always liked. Uh, from their more modern cars, I have always liked their steering wheels. Yeah. yeah. And just sort of how like you've got the controls on there, but it's not overly. Cluttered do, in the do, you know, do you know what I like? I don't like having all the stalks on it. Like on the Ferrari, they have most of the indicators and stuff like that on the steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah. I like it how they've just like, got the flappy paddles behind button. it. Like yeah. The indicators are oh, a button. Yeah. And, and it's just the flappy paddles behind it. You don't have the stalks or indicators or anything like that. It's all on the yeah. steering wheel. Like Jerry said, it's not too crowded. It's just it's, it's just, just enough. Yeah. You've got enough on there to control all of the systems yeah. that the car has. It's like cool. So I really don't know what to do for second. I like the seats in the port, the uh, Porsche. Yeah. Mm. Just look at them racing seats. Just I just more, don't like the, but then the when gauge cluster in the. Yeah, it just it just sort of doesn't. That's the one thing the Porsche da- like dies on is life. Look at it; it's just black all across, no color change or nothing that stands out to you. The dials just look like any normal car. Yeah. yeah. I'm not bashing the Porsche, and I really shouldn't be because it's my car, but. I just can't give it to I the Porsche. I think it's fair to say the McLaren and the Porsche are, are very similar. Nothing special. The only thing the McLaren's got going for it is it's got that digital uh, dials and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. and dash. all the carbon, the vents. Yeah. I think look amazing. I'm gonna have to go Porsche P1. Uh, sorry, Ferrari, Ferrari P1, P1 Porsche. Porsche. Yeah. I'm happy to agree on yeah. that. Yep. Right now we go back to stats. Stats. Who's the clear winner on stats at the moment? I think it might be the P1, but not not to 60, not at all. You guys take the cake. What's your 0 to 60? My 0 to 60 is 2.8. Yours is 2.8. Under three seconds. Oh. Because they don't get. I'm gonna have to say I win 0 to 60. I got 2.6. Yeah. 0 yeah. to 124. I'm 6.8. I have no information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, I love Ferrari, didn't you? So based <laughs> on the portion of McLaren. It's 6.8. 7.2. Yeah. So that's still kind of close. You're close, and then you just smoke me. Yeah. 19.9. Although the top speeds are kind of... So the P1 wins the stats, but it's not. See, it's nothing to shout no, about. No. no. I think because of the cars they are, they're just so similar. Yeah. What price? What was your... You didn't know yours. He didn't tell you No, I, I did see somewhere... I'd guess on, around on like somewhere, I... No, I'd say more. It's a Ferrari. Oh, no, it's one million. It was, I saw it yeah. on an article. It said, yeah, like, I was saying it's a Ferrari. It's way more was, than that. Like, the website I was reading through, to, um, one of the websites I was reading through to try and get the information, there was, it was like one of those sites that gives the information, but it gives a selling price as well, for just in case. Yeah. yeah. And I did see it listed at around a million. Yeah, I'm, yeah, co- so I'm so confident there was see, a million when it just came out. It was a Ferrari. It was never going to be less than a million, I don't think. A Ferrari hypercar. Yeah, yeah, so that's, a, what, a million? Yours a million is, dollars. Uh, give us pounds two seconds. Mine's 860k, which, thinking about how much cars cost today in 2019 is ridiculous that that was under a mil. 720,000 for a Porsche. That's amazing. For a hypercar Porsche, that is you amazing. paid less than 800k. <laughs> I know. I don't know what he's selling for now. It's probably a lot more. But yeah, I reckon it's probably like I reckon they're all sell for about one point two five. They must be up there. Mm. Just also with the Top Gear episode that came out, like bigging them up so much. Yeah, and everyone knows them as the Holy Trinity. Classic. Yeah. One section, well, I guess to vote on, which I'd like to talk about, 
is which would you take on a road trip? The Ferrari. Do you reckon I would take the Porsche? Because you can put the roof down. It's got the nice seats. I think I think I'll if I'm going, P1. If I'm racing, I'm taking the P1 on a Ferrari. If I'm just going on a road trip, I think the Porsche really? is just a nice just, cruiser. Even though you're on a road you'd go for a road trip in the Porsche. You said Ferrari. Yeah. I'm still I'm gonna go P1. P1. Just cause from what everyone says about the P1, it's a menace on the road, like on the track. But just for a road trip. Yeah, but I'm not gonna I'm in that car. I'm not going to be cruising. I'm going to be filling up at every petrol station like a mile down the road. That is what's going to be happening, full stop. I'm not going to be sat in that car just sitting at 70 on the motorway on the M25. I'm going to be beansing be it down the hard shoulder. The That's why I'm going to beans it down the hard shoulder <laughs> and overtake everybody. Overtake, undertake. Undertake, yeah. Until it's I meet all illegal. A, until I meet a broken down lorry in the inside lane. But, Which you know. is inevitable. But that's okay. That's okay. Because guess what? I'm in a McLaren. <laughs> I have the money to pay for a ticket. So it's okay. <laughs> also, the McLaren has two cup holders. Yeah, <laughs> so I can have a guest with me, whereas the Porsche, I think, only has the one on the passenger side. Okay, are we all divided with, on that, then? To be honest with you, though, yeah. with, the, with the Ferrari, your passenger has to have stable hands, because I don't think it has cup holders. Well, <laughs> good luck. Let's, you don't want to spill it on the Ferrari interior. Yeah, let's just hope they have stable hands. No, I think we are divided on... Uh, yeah, all of us. So, yeah. But if you're going to race, of course, everyone... I don't know, Jared, are you going to fight for the Ferrari in a race? For a track day. For a, yeah, track, track day. for a track day, easy P1. Yeah, P1. You see, I like the P1, but at the same time, oh. it has, I would pick a, pick the Ferrari for it because it's just sort of like... It'll break down after like five minutes. <laughs> so, It'll catch fire. So, I'm willing to take oh, that Oh, I'm not going to say that it'll catch fire because I am in a McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a Senna. Don't worry about I'm, that. I'm willing to take the risk of a V12 blowing up, but... Oh, so... Uh, you just reminded me that I think best sounding we've got to easily give that to a Ferrari. Yeah, because what's your is yours a V8 as well? Is this is a V8. Yeah, so V12, just V12. Just get that out of the way quickly. V12 any day. That's every day. that's yeah. why I would pick the Ferrari for attractive things like yeah, it would like grip it over, but it's the sound of it. Yeah, it's that. Um, but then in the McLaren, six hundred kilograms of downforce in the McLaren. Yeah, but even that is still twitching because of the amount of power you got. Yeah. It twitches everywhere, and you're just on the edge of your seat all the time. And that's what I want from a, like, a car like and that. And it's just, mm. it's low, it's wide, it's oh, got yeah. aero, it's... But oh. just think, you're spending the money on that, you've got all the aero, all, how wide is it, how low it is, and then when you're driving it, I want the fear of death when I'm driving yeah, a car I like that. Yeah, I want to be scared to accelerate. I want to be able, I want to sit in there and like, think twice before I actually press the accelerator pedal. Mm. And I think you get that in the P1. Whereas the Porsche, yeah, it's a great car. I still think you get some of that in the Porsche, but not as aggressively as you do in the P1. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only way to do this is test them out. So <laughs> Ferrari, Porsche, McLaren. What's the only ones all three? Anyone want to hook us up right here real quick? We can all have a quick test of everyone. One l- last little section I want to do. The best engine start button. <laughs> 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 because uh, what I've noticed is the P1 is nothing special. Mm. The Ferrari is just, you know, your classic It's going to be your standard Ferrari Classic one. Ferrari is on the steering wheel. It's, yeah. Is it just the big red one that says start, stop? Yes. Yep. And I mean, yeah, classic Ferrari. Can you just However, see the Porsches? Yes. When we look at the Porsche's interior, I'm pleased to find that on the steering wheel, there's a little separate section with what looks like a little red start button. 
Oh, and when <laughs> the whole interior is black it and there's like just a the little red nuke. <laughs> it looks like you're about to press, like nos into the car with that. I stuff. just suddenly <laughs> thought that needs to be a section because the Porsche's start button is yeah, that's see, amazing. That's <laughs> one that upside to it is it has a nuclear launch oh, button. <laughs> you say that, but then when you look at the uh, McLaren DRS and Kurs. On right the there, <laughs> he's literally. You could sit there, and you know, in like the old Fast and Furious films, where like they yeah. launch back in the seats. I feel like you'd do that the minute you press the button. Yeah, it's like, a hybrid kick. In it. It's just like, oh, I've got no little drag left. I I am now <laughs> just a bullet on the road. I think to finish it off, we have to do the last segment, which we do every podcast. If you had to go out and buy one tomorrow, what would you buy? Jared, I think I know your answer. Yeah, Ferrari. Yep, good luck. <laughs> Gonna say that one. Jack, I think you might have a controversial answer. I don't know why. I just I, feel like you do. Yeah, it's close. Because I just feel like the Porsche would be really nice to just drive around. Just daily. However, I'm going with the P1. I thought you were going to say Porsche then. I was no, going to be like, oh, I'm going with the P1. Shock answer. It looks amazing. It drives amazing. It's over. As much as I love amazing. the look, the interior of the Ferrari, I just can't get over the bug-eyed uh, mirrors and how... It, just he looks a bit bland on the outside to me, the Ferrari. Even though it's got V twelve and incredible, I, yeah, I love that. Is Ferrari is Ferrari's um, logic knife? Why build air if you can build an engine? <laughs> I think that's <laughs> Italian logic. That's literally there. Like oh, that was what? their motto like early F one when everyone was going rear engine or something. It's just like no, 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 we just build a bigger engine. Just bit bigger engine works. <laughs> Fixes everything. See, it just I, I can't go for the Ferrari because of that. Porsche, I, uh, it's got less of everything. It's got less uh, brake horse. Nice it's slower car to get to top speeds. It's got a lower top speed than ever. It's a cheaper car. It looks good. It looks great. I'm just going to have to go with the P1 just because the minute you touch that throttle, it's a, like it's a hyperspace button, really, isn't it? Yeah. And then you got, with the, especially with the DRS and curves on the steering wheel, I just... <laughs> it just gives me the driver feel that Connor I love. <laughs> Someone bring me a P1 now, okay? <laughs> I want one now. I just want to say why? You, why? Like, just the quick thing about the Porsche. Why, why would you need to have a fire extinguisher? Because that is quite worrying. If they give you your car if with like, a fire if extinguisher, if they give it to you with a thing to put fire out with, you're gonna get in going. Is this gonna set on fire in a minute? Well, at least if it does... You've, you've got the necessary the precautions to put it out. Yes, but he's not supposed <laughs> to... stop complaining about it. it. set on fire. They've thought one step ahead. Yeah. They didn't They didn't do what McLaren did with the centres, and it's like, ah. Oh, no, with the centre, it, it needed to have a fire truck follow it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> if it could keep up. I don't know, just, put, just put, like, 11 V10s in it. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, so... I think that's the conclusion. I don't think there's any winner here. No, I don't think there's a clear winner in anything. The winner is the Holy Trinity. The Holy Trinity yeah. wins. Yeah, <laughs> All of them are winning in some The first car debate where levels. everyone wins just because of the cars. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. They all came out in 2013 and we're still... We still love we still them to find this them day. amazing in 2019 with all the new cars we have now. Mm. But it's the Holy Trinity. It is. We're and it always, always will be. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So... That's the end of the car debate, and I would like to say, because I know for some of the, the new listeners, you may have just discovered our podcast, we do car debates every week on a range of different cars. We've done 2008 V8 Coupes, 
We did old 2012 hot hatchbacks. It's a huge work range of old cars, new cars. And if mm. there's anything you'd like to see us do a debate on, leave a comment on, where, yeah, on whatever platform you're on. Yeah. Or if you want to message us directly, we've got a Twitter and an Instagram, both at Car, at Week, car Week Podcast. podcast. Uh, follow us on there. We put updates when the podcast is being up, what's going on, any recent news going on with us. And yeah, like we say, you could DM us with anything you want to see, any new cars. Any car yeah. news. Any car an news you article, found. Think... Something you want us to discuss. Yeah, because yeah, if, if, something, if something comes across and we're, we're all interested in talking about it, we'll Real happily, happily yeah. Yeah. talk about Let's it. Do and... a segment on it. Yeah. So if you as an audio listener, please rate the podcast. really helps us. Leave any yep. comments you want to leave and subscribe on whatever platform you're on. And for YouTube listeners, uh, please like the video, comment anything else you want to see, and subscribe yeah. to the channel. Like I say, it really helps us grow and uh, helps spread it. Yeah, helps spread it. But yeah, thanks for watching. Thank you very much Thank for you watching. Very much. Bye. Bye.